Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Back on the show, and it's time to catch up with Lisa Trail, Murfreesboro City Schools. A lot to talk about, but. Uh, First thing I wanted to say, but no matter how many kids are in the hallways, it's good to hear those hallways full of kiddos right now. It certainly is. <laughs> I think our teachers and our just our buildings just had a sigh of relief to see children back in. Yeah, so. I, I you know I, I heard from uh, some teachers, and you know they were anticipating everything and all the changes and everything that they've got to do, and it was just like. When the kids came in for the first time, it was a big, deep breath and, and let's go. So, you know, I, I know that there's been a lot of work done by these educators. They re- there really has been, not only the teachers, but all the support staff that goes along with making sure that our uh, schools run smoothly. Um, last week, we were all out at the schools on those first few days of drop-offs, and it, I couldn't have asked for it to go any better. I was amazed at how much the parents um, have really done for us as well because it's not just us the parents have to be a part of it the equation as well and they were paying attention to where they're supposed to be Uh, children were getting out with their mask on ready for school happy Um, so it does make a big difference just working together with our schools and our parents and 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 getting as many students as we possibly could safely into the classrooms was was a really nice it, it we just kicked it off with the I couldn't expected it to go better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that every scenario you run through your mind, how's this going to work? How will that work? And, you know, here's plan A, but plan A has uh, an A, B, C, D with that. And But it's just once you get things going, I, you know, I'm sure that there's been some adjustment. Oh, but absolutely. just to know that those plans worked well. Yeah, and there has been lots of adjustments. And I know I can't speak as a 100% everything went perfect, but the majority of went exactly how we expected and how we planned and we've been able to work individually with uh, individual parents who couldn't log on for technology or maybe they had a different change in their life that they did not expect when they first chose to do distance learning or didn't have a choice to do distance learning so we've really tried to work with parents individually when their individual requests or scenarios have come up so i know there's probably a parent going yeah it didn't work so easy for me and and we realize that but for the majority very smooth transition back to school and we were really appreciative of everyone from our bus drivers to our just everyone for making it work for the first week now kind of remind us where we are in terms of who's in class and and uh, who's distance learning because we're we're still on this hybrid right we are on a hybrid we started out with our pre-k through second grade students being in the school building and our third through sixth grade students doing distance learning for those pre-k through second pre-k hasn't hasn't started yet but for the k through second um, that actually needed to opt into distance learning, there was an option for that that was choice distance learning. So if they had a reason, uh, something going on in their household, um, just didn't feel comfortable coming to school, th- there were several different reasons that they were allowed to choose that choice distance learning. Um, for third through sixth graders, we wanted them doing distance learning because we wanted to open up with a very, um, not as many in our classrooms as what we, or our schools as what would be the, 
100% capacity. So we did ask for third through sixth grade to do distance learning to begin with. We knew they could control those computers and understand how to log in and do a little bit better with distance learning than our K through second grade. Uh, but for those parents, there's a lot of parents who are dual working parents and aren't at home. So they did have the option to opt in as well. So we, even though to this opt in for opt in to come to the traditional day. Gotcha. Okay. So um, they did have to complete some paperwork and things, but we had that option. So even with what we said, this is our hybrid program, K through two, come to school, three through six, stay home and do distance learning. Those K two through two parents had an option to opt out of school. Those K third through sixth grade parents had an option to opt into school. Um, and uh, we've pretty much everything, everybody should be where they are now. So uh, one of the things we did say that is if you opted in or opted out, it was a nine week choice um, because we are, uh, we have to get our classroom rosters going sure. and our teachers have to know how to teach. So, you know, it's, we want those parents who chose distance learning to really stay with that distance learning for the first nine weeks, uh, give it time. We know it's a little bit harder than what most parents thought it was going to be. We totally understand that. Uh, but give it time. It'll, it'll get easier. The parent, the teachers will understand better what's going on. The students will understand better what's going on as mm -hmm. well. So the, I, I know that, initially it was going to be you know back in the classroom with the option uh, of choice learning mm -hmm. or distance learning rather but then um, the the school board decided uh, after consulting with the uh, central office staff to 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 use this hybrid model how long will we be on the hybrid or, or do we know i mean is it nine weeks and then you evaluate or yes okay. so we'll be looking at it we look at it weekly to see how we're going how the numbers in rutherford county and murfreesboro in particular are going as far as with the covid cases how we're transitioning um, but we have asked parents to be ready for nine weeks and we will reevaluate if something miraculously happens and everybody's well then we'll come back to school but our goal is to have children in the schools we know they would do better that way. Sure. Uh, but we have to do it safely, and we have to do it for the best overall. Not um, So we continue to look at those numbers. Well, it would also be hard, too, um, just constant change. You know, right. try this for a week, and then we're going to be in class for a week, and then, well, we need to back up. And, right. you know, so you're, I'm sure you're taking that very slowly. It, very slowly and very seriously. Yeah. Um, and that's the reason... W when parents are now deciding that they want to opt back into school, it's really, it's not just a yes, because we need for teachers to be ready for that structure of each day and the children need to be structured and it's going to get easier. It will get easier to learn uh, distance learning whenever everyone adapts to this new, this new reality kind of. So, um, but you know that's that's kind of where we are with it and sure. we're trying our best and and again i can't say enough for the parents um and their flexibility uh their patience and um we appreciate that well today starts the first full week doesn't it this is our first full week of full days full schools. days yeah so we have we've had one week under our belt we did monday through wednesday with half days and then Thursday and Friday, full days last uh, week. And uh, so this is our first full week of all students, except for pre-K, in our buildings. How about As, that? Or in process, not in the buildings, but in school. Sure, in school. <laughs> I even have to think about my words now. It's like, in school. School <laughs> school to you may look one way, and school to me may look a different way, but you are, you're still in school. And uh, this week, we're taking attendance 
we are uh, we took attendance last week but this week it's you know really counting do want to remind parents that if you are um, lunch and breakfast is a little different this year Mm. and a lot of the responsibility is really put onto the parents because if you want your child to have breakfast or lunch you need to log in and order that breakfast and lunch for that child regardless of whether you're free and reduced or if you're paying for your lunch you have to log in and choose the selection of what you want for your child you can do it for a month um well, for the current month, like you can do it for the entire month of August. And then September 1st, you can do it for the entire month of September, or you can do it for a day, or you can do it for a week. But we do need them to log in and be an active participant in that breakfast and lunch ordering. So they choose what what their particular child, little Johnny, right. wants for lunch on all of those days. Exactly. So okay. you, opt, you get in and you say, this is what he wants for breakfast. This is what he wants for lunch. You hit your submit order, and um, it's simple as that. It does take a little time because you have to talk to your child and figure out what you, what he wants to order. Or, you know, if you're like me as a parent, I would have just chosen. <laughs> so anyway, but there are options there. Last week there was an option you just chose for lunch or no lunch. This week there is options of what they, they want, and it would be a full meal. Um, so again, we just have to encourage parents. We need you to be active. We need you to be on that um, school cafe and ordering and making sure your child has breakfast and lunch in um, the school. For parents who are doing distance learning, if they want to order breakfast and lunch for their child, we are doing those uh, drop-offs on Mondays. So if you've ordered uh, for your child, and all you have to do is Uh, actually do it one time and then we automatically upload it every week so after the initial order um, it's good for the rest of this nine weeks so they would come to their school on Mondays um, it's about an hour every school is a little different but it's about an hour after the last bell they would pick up 10 meals for the week so uh, five breakfast five lunch and some of them do have to be microwaved or heated but it is available at your school wow yeah that didn't even think about that. I mean, just all the things that you have to think about yes. uh, with with this part about it. So, um, I'm I'm sure that there may be parents out there who have had to grasp some technology that maybe they didn't fully think that they would have to at, at some point. This is this is a, a great example. I'm sure we've all ordered online and things of that nature. So that sounds fairly easy. But it, what if we come into some issues with uh, the technology are there is there some help out there there is and so every school has a technology hotline that's manned for an hour that first hour of the school day it starts 30 minutes before school and goes through 30 minutes of the bell time so if you're a 7 30 bell school it would start at 7 and go until 8 and that's to help everyone who's doing distance learning to be able to log in uh, maybe for some reason you can't log in today or for some reason your Chromebook looks a little different than it did yesterday or, or your student's Chromebook um, so that hour is dedicated just to helping everyone get logged in so we want to ask parents to please take advantage of that um, and to call don't wait until if your bell time if you're supposed to be on at 7:40. don't wait until 7:40 to log in go ahead and you know it doesn't hurt to log in 15 minutes early and then just kind of sit in the waiting room it's technology yeah waiting room not really a waiting room but um just go ahead and do that so our if you do have any issues you do have time to call tech support 
So. Makes sense. And, and and that's each school has its own tech support number. Each school has its own number, and it's only manned for that one hour because it really was meant for you to get logged in. That's when the most calls are coming. So if they call that number, it's a lot more helpful than calling me, for instance, because I have learned a lot about Chromebooks, but I can't answer your questions either. Sure. Um, and then we also have some just questions and answers, just some the frequently asked questions that we're getting on the hotline that we're sending out to parents a lot of times if you just read that it'll it'll find you the answer that you've been looking for because uh, there's simple things that we've overlooked or maybe parents have read but forgotten by the time you actually go and log in um, so we have that paper frequently asked questions available for them as well as that hotline but it will get easier it will get easier students do know their login ids and all of that kind of good stuff so sometimes it's just starting the process yeah well i'm i'm sure that as the days go by but by the end of this week everybody will be a pro i bet I hope. Close. <laughs> Close. Um, and you, you mentioned uh, frequently asked questions, and uh, in our last minute or so here, I, I'm, I just kind of gather that we've got a lot of information at cityschools.net for parents who need that. We really do, and I appreciate the parents that are going on that website and looking at those questions and answers before they make that phone call. But at the same time, we're answering phones right and left. Anytime you have questions, we're trying to answer those for you. Um, there's also, I want to just really give a shout out to Reverend Joy Warren and her group of individuals that's collecting some laptops for our children that don't have those laptops. Um, so she's really working with some, um, this wonderful group of volunteers trying to collect older laptops and get them serviceable for our students who really need to have one in their home. So we appreciate them. We appreciate all the community groups and everything that has really helped us get the school year off to a good start well sounds like uh things are rolling now here and so you know now we dodge different kind of dodgeballs but you know we'll <laughs> make it true. work right that's true that's right <laughs> well lisa thanks for coming in and updating us today on uh, things going on with murfreesboro city schools you're very welcome lisa trail joining us here today don't forget check the podcast at wgnsradio.com in just a few